There we go. Welcome, everyone. Welcome. Welcome, friends. Welcome, everybody, to the show, STC Pod. We're back. Episode 295. Here's my partner, Joe, shaking his head. How dare you introduce this show to people who have never heard it before? That makes no sense, but that's the words he lives by. Listen, people should know. A billion times, it's just they should just be tuning in to hear us talk to each other. Yeah, but if they don't know what this is, if they just see a thumbnail and go, oh, I wonder what that is. And well, then they're, they're stupid. How, no, they're not stupid. We welcome everyone. Thank you very much. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button if you're watching this on YouTube. And hit the like button. Anyway, how was your day, man? Uh, depressing. It was cold and snowy. First big snow. Well, big snow. It was a snow. November 1st, snow. Drove home in it. Had to deal with... Uh, you know, driving in windy, blowy snow. We mean you drove home in it. Last night from work. You already had snow then? Yeah. Uh, like vision was affected. That's how bad it was. Um, slippery. And snow on the ground. Snow on the ground. How much? Like an inch. Did you bother shoveling? No. No. I absolutely I refuse. refuse. I know. It's November. Give me a break. I, I know your MO. I don't even have the snowblower prepped. Like, nothing least, is ready for this. At least you got your winter tires on your car. I still that, got another... Uh, I got another two weeks before mine are being put on. Yeah, that was a miracle that that got on in time. How's your snowblower not prepped? Because it's only November. Yeah, I just poured gasoline at the mine. There, that's there's the prep for it. That's not prepping. It needs an oil change. No, new spark plug. Mine's a Check fucking the beast. Tires. You spark plug. You don't have to use yours, so. Yeah, I use it. Yours is for show. Three, I use it for two or three times a year. Money much, well spent. Like much of your collection, it is there for show. Yes. I've stated numerous times, collect, collection items are meant to be looked at, not touched. I'm debating whether or not to buy another uh, semi-wallet buster NES game. Uh, a wallet buster. Now, that's not Joe terminology. <laughs> so where have we copied that from? This isn't one of your thumbnails that needs a real rocking whatever, word. Or whatever you want to call it, buddy. To get the clicks, Wallet Buster. Where'd you come up with that? Oh, you know where I get. Yeah, with. exactly. So I don't want to hear that. I want real. <laughs> Remember how you always talk about real? We want real. Yeah. I talk about real. You can start off the podcast real. I did start off the podcast start real. You talk off, real. Start don't. talking like Mr. Rogers. And you don't talk about talk like Bitmonkey. <laughs> Talk, talk like Joe. Wallet buster. Alright. You're ridiculous. You don't even put these cartridges into an NES to play. So what's the point no, of buying my it? my NES doesn't work. Why wouldn't it work? As I just stated two minutes ago, they're meant to be looked at on the shelves. That's stupid. And, That's not stupid. And we got into it earlier this week about that. It's, it's wrong. You're what not you a museum. Hmm. You're not the curator. You know, no one is looking to you to, and you're not ever going to allow people to look at your collection anyways. Not, so what is the myself. point? I do it for myself. Again, 
60 to 75% of your collection is in boxes buried behind stuff. So little point to having it. I wouldn't go that high. And we almost, you know, got a breakthrough working through your psychological problems dealing with this stuff. I stopped you from buying clothes. <laughs> Good so you're job. Welcome. You you're stopped welcome. me from buying new pair of jeans that I needed when they were 50% yeah. off. Old Navy jeans. Who you're cares? Welcome. They work. You're welcome. I just saved you from making yourself look silly. Um, hey, Kevin. Kevin's here. Buried on Mars. He's in the chat. Uh, I guess Shock he wants to. Ex he wants to experience Joe insults firsthand. I think. Shocking. Kevin's on podcast. Hey, Kevin. He is mentioning that uh, inadvertently we had. Well, this has been scheduled for a while, but it turns out the Cartridge Club is doing their Cartridge Club Game of the Month podcast right now, the exact same time. That's that's happening live on their channel. So go ahead and check them out because they will be happy to talk to the chat. Like Meanwhile, Joe, I'm happy upset. to talk to my partner on a one-on-one -on -one podcast the way it, it should be. Well, Kevin's here. I wonder if we should get into this right away. There was a bit of fan mail today on the Twitter that uh, I don't know if it's good to start the show with it because I don't know where the show will go after that because I know it it put me in a dark spot. What are you doing? What, what are you what doing? Are you, no, no, let you, me. Let me get it for you. Who are you talking to? You. What I saw was you I going doing? on your phone. No, my phone's in front of me. So how can I be going on my phone? Calm down. Calm do down, wanna, Haley. Do you want to hear the the fan mail you got today? Or no, that we no. got? That no. we got? That the podcast got? No. <laughs> well, I'm going to bring it up anyways. No. Oh, well, if I can. You asked me and I said no. And you forced <laughs> it on me. This is ridiculous. <laughs> what were you doing before the show started? Nothing. I was looking after my kids. Doing what? Getting one from where she was, getting her home, getting the other one bath and put she? to bed. Was she at work? No, she was out. Where? <laughs> at was her boyfriend? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Is he not old enough to drive? Uh, they don't have licenses. I mean, it's not like the old days where you could get your license right at 16. You know. Oh, yeah. It's graduated, right? Yeah. They got to go through a full year worth of stuff. Mm. I dread the time when my kids are going to be able to drive my car. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready? No. Why do you insist on reading this? It needs to be talked about. Needs to be no. brought up and sorted out. Help me out. Oh I just told you as a friend of yours that I was in a dark place today. And hopefully maybe Joe will help me. Okay. As long as this pertains to you. Oh, yeah. Well, as I said, the Cartridge Club was doing their show today. And I added to their tweet saying, whoops, I accidentally, we, we scheduled ours at the same time. And our buddy, longtime listener. Longtime supporter Stephen Eider pops in 
and says, RIP STC. Rest in peace, STC. I don't know. Okay, I believe that. Yeah, people are going to go to the Cartridge Club. Sure, I understand that. And then your buddy Kevin pops in. Why back so soon? It's only been three weeks since your last <laughs> podcast. That was about three weeks. It's yeah, just two. to clarify, we just took last week off because yeah. Joe didn't have anything to talk about, apparently. Even though I still have stuff written down that he needs to address as well. We'll get to that. It's only been one week off. And then Steven Eider comes on and says, I need at least that much time to work up the nerve for another one of those shows. Those shows. And then Kevin says, I'm still removing the shrapnel I took from the previous episode. <laughs> I don't even remember you going after Kevin last episode, but could be. I go out of Kevin out of love. And then Steven comes back and says, that's what you get for still listening. And then finally I popped back on and just did like a, you know, a, a WTF kind of tweet. Like what, what's going on? And then here it is. Here's the, uh, Here's the big breaker of uh, this tweet storm right here. Steven Eider comes back and says, yours is the weekend at Bernie's of podcasts. At this point, I think Joe is dead and you're the only one not letting him cross over. That's the funniest thing he's ever said. That's something. Yeah. Kevin alluded to the same thing. He should retire from tweeting after that brilliance. You going to take that? You know, I was watching the uh, Wolfman movie before uh, before the record tonight. Have you ever seen that one? The one with uh, Benicio del Toro. Should I just start talking about something different after you ask me a question, or is this pertaining I got no to response to Steve Ryder? Be Joe. Be honest. What's what do you think the question? About that? Is I the want, show I dead? Want... Are you dead. dead? Are you dead? Oh, I'm dead on 20% battery. Am I dead? Sometimes I'm mm -hmm. dead inside. And I'm okay with that. Oh, well. Anyway. I don't know what Wolfman show you're talking about. Yeah, There's the one been Benicio, several Wolf. The one with Benicio Del Toro. Uh, Benish? What's Benish? he, Benish? Uh, the chick that's married to... Um, uh, Jim from the office. What's her name? The British she one. She was in that? Emily Blunt. Yeah. Oh, no, I haven't seen that. Yet. And uh, Anthony Hopkins. This was mm. this was made when they were to do their, uh, they were trying to do their big monster movie mm. remake push. Mm -hmm. Right. I, th I think this was supposed to be part of it or the start of it. And uh, the movie channel actually had the unrated version back on or on for the first time. Definitely a lot more gory and violent than uh, than the one I'd seen before. So that's on our movie channels, like the pay yeah. ones. I go yeah. look. Well, for I that. recorded I it because it was part of uh, you know it was on during Halloween month, right? So hmm. I thought, all right, it'd be a good time to see that again. And uh, you know what? I was kind of disappointed by it. This is really unfortunate. I thought the unrated version would, would be better because the first one was just sort of blah. What'd you think about the Jack Nicholson wolf movie? 
Jesus, I don't know if I ever saw that one. I know what you're yeah. talking about. I thought you were going to say you saw it in the theater. No, I wouldn't waste my money on that. You've wasted your money plenty in the theater, apparently. Yeah, I'm just not interested in Jack Nicholson as a wolfman. Wasn't that sort of like a comedy one? It could have been, but it was not. Yeah, it's pretty pretty forgettable. I can't remember anything much about it. Hmm. Pretty, I still got a boatload of uh, my Halloween movies to go through. I, uh, I started watching Psycho about halfway through it. The uh, the original one, sorry, not the uh, not the Anne Hesh one. Mm-hmm. Well, pretty I, good, man. I, the I like title. It. The title of this episode is There's No Halloween Talk. What? Yeah. Don't you know how I titled this? No. Because I've been listening to a lot of our uh, our podcast community podcasts. And everyone's talking about Halloween stuff. Halloween movies. Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. All right. Hey. Well, I'll just say I how much I enjoyed these movies. To get that Steven Eider taste out of my mouth, I'm happy to uh, say hi to Kyle, longtime supporter who's popping in. Hi, Kyle. Good to see you, buddy. No, I was just kidding, Joe. You can talk about Halloween movies. I didn't know you were taking in the Halloween movies. Didn't know you bothered. I do every year, man. That's what October's all about. I don't think I watched any Halloween-centric. Oh, I watched a bit of Gremlins. No, that was a Christmas movie, but it was on. Yeah, I told you a couple podcasts ago what my list of movies i've been plowing through though i think i only got through like maybe six or seven this month unfortunately well actually i bef before i banned the halloween talk i do have to mention i came home from work on halloween thinking the streets would be rather empty mm. of people nope and <laughs> it was Highly disturbed by the amount of parents and kids on the streets delivering COVID door to door that night. I, I don't get it. Even the neighbor had uh, his done his house all up to attract more kids and COVID mm. at his house. Uh, well, we didn't do our house this year. Can't go one year without you. Just can't. You just can't not have Halloween. The like it's that their, important. Uh, the kids did their. Halloween candy hunt around the house during the day. And then they got him a Halloween pinata. So the two little kids had fun bashing open, bashing open a, what was it? A dragon pinata or something. And then of course, when I got home from work, like you said, I, I traveled through the neighborhood and saw a bunch of people out. Uh, and then, the wife wanted to take the kids out for a drive to take a look and, and, and see if we could find any houses that were decorated just to give them something to look at. And surprisingly, there weren't, there were barely any houses decorated. There's one guy in the neighborhood that uh, does his driveway and his garage into like a haunted house kind of thing where you sort of walk through it. In garage. Right. Yeah. Garage. Garage. I said garage. Garage. Gra In his garage. Yeah, garage. 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 Anyway, so there's a couple of mainstay homes that were done up, but I'd probably say like 95% of the neighborhood was undecorated. But yeah, there were still people. I wanted to run some of them over, actually. Mm -hmm. 
that's so upsetting it was. And all in the news leading up to it, you know, the, these inventive parents with new inventive ways to hand out the candy uh, using catapults I, I gotta and tubes. Candy. Uh, you're Looking still touching me. it. You're still breathing on it. The candy still has to be quarantined for however long or disinfected or is so ridiculous. So stupid. I feel the need to hand out candy. I must do it. <laughs> Fucking dills. Nuts. Nuts. Let's just. <sighs> I don't know. Speaking of nuts, man, I went to uh, V squared today. That's uh, Value I Village. For the uneducated, V squared, for the value village for the dummies out there. Uh, again, thirty plus people online, man. Don't, and you and what? And you? Yeah, but I got a job. That's my day off, so it's okay. <laughs> okay, it is not okay to wait in line for a thrift store. That's these insane. Other, these other guys are just white trash. I don't get it, man. People not fucking work or what? That that is. They think it's the gold mine. Everyone's fucking on the reselling train. Get the fucking work. Everyone thinks they have a store where they can sell shit out of. And while I'm in line, you know, I got there like I got there 20 minutes before they opened, and then everyone started piling in, and then I have to listen to these dummies talk about. Uh, Oh, what treasures they found the other day and uh, what it goes for on eBay. Yeah, but how can you spend your time doing that? Because I was out running errands, so I just no. took some time off to... Uh, your errand was to go there. Don't no. try to fool me. I know. No. Don't, don't, try try. To, don't try to say what you know what I'm doing. Yeah. That's not my errand. My errand was out running errands. I had to get what? some... Uh, we're getting the house. We're getting a bunch of rooms painted today. So I had to go pick up some supplies and then I had to get, uh, replacing some, uh, exhaust fan grates and some grills. So I had to go over to Lowe's to pick those up. And then I went over to the superstore. So yeah, don't tell me I don't run errands just cause you don't. Why, how come the house is getting painted again? And you said you're getting the house painted? You're not painting? I said I'm getting a couple of rooms painted, where my wife is. You were hiring people to do that? One person. Wow. Hire me. I'll <laughs> pay me to paint. I can paint. I would paint. My wife. Really? Crazy. But I got to go to value and wait an hour in line. Um, did I say I waited an hour or did I say I waited 20 minutes in line? I got videos to produce everything. My big finds. Take, take your hippie hair out of your ears and listen. I, I, like seriously though, you're okay. Let's get into it. Cause you let it slip. Also this, I, I made a mental note, wrote it down. So I, I know would you not, did Peter. I know yeah. you did Peter. <laughs> this isn't the first time this month or last month. Joe has added staff to his, his uh, estate. Talk to me, because I, I am curious how, you know, people get to live on the other side. What is it like hiring and cleaning staff? It's annoying. I don't like it. And we hire and cleaning staff. We hired. Yeah. Two people to come and do a thorough cleaning 
to clean your house for you as in a maid? No, as in the one time for that month. So this is a monthly service you're doing. You can't, even though you have. I still mop and I still vacuum and I still dust. But you can't, can't get a hold of it. Can't get a hold of the cleaning. So I need a monthly cleaning, cleaning service. It is not by my choice. Wow. Unbelievable. Now you always tell me how you have zero money. Yeah. Yet you have people on staff. Uh, I'm going to stop telling you things so I don't have to hear it from you. You said we could talk about it. <sighs> yeah. Well, it's interesting. So what do you have to do for this? You don't do you even let, you, have to do? you don't even let contractors come into the house and see your stuff. So how can you deal with cleaning people coming in? They don't come into my, they don't touch my stuff. It's one of the rules. What is the rules that you've told them? Certain rooms are off limits. So like which, which rooms? Certain rooms. Then how can they clean? They don't need to worry about those rooms. <laughs> I love it when we're getting Joe worked up. He gets so stoic. Like, yeah, you fucking pissed me off, man. You said we could talk about it. <sighs> come on, dude. I would love to have a cleaning service come in. My God. I'd rather do it myself. So why aren't you? I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Seriously, though, painting? I You could totally hire me to come in and paint on my day off. All right, I would do it myself. No, no, it's your house. You can. Yeah. Well, she didn't want me to. Woo. So there we have it, folks. When you people think that I'm exaggerating about Joe's lifestyle, and you know what gets me, and that people have a right to be up to, you know, curious about it, we have the same jobs. And yet here is Joe living this way and here's mm -hmm. bill trying to rub two nickels together hey i'm still trying to rub two nickels together like i said i, I think it's an italian thing i think the, this massive <laughs> estate of money rolls through the generations yeah. right yeah. that's why I, I grew up living in a bungalow so so loaded there are quite big fancy bungalows out there well, and that's for not sure mine mine wasn't well Explain the disparity. Disparity? Yeah. The what? The disparity. Explain it. Are to you me. sure? Are you sure you said yeah. it right there? I'm sure. Same job. I guess, unless you have been secretly management. I don't know. Could be. Well, Joe not, did have the boss to his wedding. I'm not uh just so everyone knows. I'm not single income though, too, right? You said that she makes nothing. Nothing. I said so, uh, she doesn't make as much as we do. Okay. Well, I guess I got to hook myself up with an executive uh, honey at some point here. Start playing in Joe's neighborhood. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. You done making fun of me? Sure. Fuck me. Last time I'm going to stop saying shit. No, no, it's yeah. needed. Need to know no. how the other half lives no. on the other side. Getting tired beyond of the tracks. How does the other tracks, the green, green gables, green yeah. acres. I caught up on my Star Trek discovery today. Are you, uh, you getting nope, that going? I haven't started the new season yet. I was listening to Fandango and he was spoiling episode three to me. So I thought I better get moving on it. So I jumped that in. Why and, is he uh, watching it? Yeah, exactly. He said he blamed it on his work. This is Kevin. We're talking about who, uh, said he refuses to watch any more episodes yet. He de dedicated about 30 minutes to the last podcast about it, which I had to skip through cause he was spoiling shit. Why spoil current episodes? Come on, Kevin. Um, yeah, so I watched episode one a while back, I told you, and then uh, there was like two more sitting there. So the, the first episode I told you I didn't like, and because it was all on a planet, going to a bar, you know, seeing weird aliens and fist fights and stupid stuff. And then uh, the next two were, were back space stuff, space stuff, which is cool. You know, as long as I get to see bridge crews talking together, talking science, figuring out stuff using sciencey words, I'm happy. And uh, Jonathan Frakes was back directing, so that was good. I, I won't give anything away for you because uh, I know you're going to watch it, but, um, you know, they got back on track a little bit. Again, there's a little bit of uh, what they did in the first season or two where someone is going to go do something without just telling someone, and then... Everyone's like, oh, tension. If someone would have just told someone, everything would have been great. But no, I'm just going to go off and do this on my own. Anyways, they're, they're, they're there for you to discover. I will. Um, I got to set, you know, some people straight. Of course, everyone knows uh, dilithium is not necessarily the fuel for uh, a warp engine. Dilithium merely is the uh, conduit that separates matter from antimatter, which uh, the warp engine uses. So let's get that straight, people. Nerd alert. Oh, my God. Well, this is a big thing in uh, this season is dilithium. So let's, let's learn what it's used for, okay? You don't get chicks by talking about dilithium. <laughs> let's get that straight first off. Uh but I do want to talk to you about, and this another show you haven't seen, but I wish you would, is uh, Raised by Wolves. Talked about it a little bit previously. I finally finished it oh, off. It's on the list, man. Well, not finally. I think I blew through it pretty fast. It's it's on our Space Channel or Crave, you know, our streaming. It's sci-fi show. Uh, it's from the Ridley Scott people. Ridley Scott. Uh, directs a few he, he produces the whole thing i think his son directs a few as well and um what do i, I want to call it like uh, it's sci-fi but it's like primitive sci-fi so it's like science fiction but they're set on a desolate planet and having to uh you know live primitively but all the sci-fi stuff happens alongside of it you know what i mean so there was these basically the world ends because these two factions have fought in such a way. And it, it, 
it's scary because as I see the way things progressing south of the border, it's like this could actually happen. You have these religious zealots who have all the power and all the technology, and they're just crushing the non-believers, right? Uh, and, uh, you know, and they, they, they talk and they defend themselves like everything is for their God, right? Um, whatever they're doing, whatever action they're doing is for their God. It's like if they're in danger and they send someone out to face the danger, they're like, don't worry about it. You got the armor of the God on you. He'll protect you. And then if that guy dies out there, they're like, well, yeah, you didn't have enough faith. So the armor didn't work. What can you do? You know, <laughs> it's like that kind of blind, blind, zealous uh, society that is, that was fighting the atheists and uh, this uh, one atheist, I guess um, the, the, the religious zealots also had control of these androids, robots to fight the atheists. The atheists managed to get one and reprogram one and send it off to a desolate planet with human embryos to raise a brand new society without any kind of uh, thought towards worship of a deity or anything like that to be raised a perfect society without worrying about religion. But of course, ultimately a uh, bunch of these religious zealots find that planet and things start to happen from there. And uh, it's, it's really good. I, I was kind of worried that because there's kids involved, it'd be this stupid writing where kids make stupid decisions and that's how you make tension and, you know, suspense by rescuing kids constantly, but it didn't really go that way. Had danger of doing it, but it didn't. Turns out that one Android that was taking care of these kids called mother. She's actually, uh, one of the super killing machines called a, a necromancer. And, uh, so she wipes out a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of good action there holding Joe's, Joe's attention. <clears throat> No, yeah, you could ask me about the show, but no need. I, I, can keep I talking. don't want to because I don't want to have anything spoiled for me. That's so, how podcasts work. I just tuned out. That's how podcasts work. What do you mean that's how podcasts work? Where you don't actually discuss what we're discussing. Because I don't want to, because I don't want to know anything about it. I want to watch it and experience it. What do you want to talk about? Not that show. You go, you don't want to give away any it's spoilers tough. and then you it's went tough. on and started talking it's about tough. the show. It's tough. So hey. can I be surprised? I'm um, excited and I know you like talking about things, but let's uh, not ruin it. I'm not. I'm trying to hook you and maybe you could, you know. I already, I already told you I was going to watch it. It's on the list. I don't want to know anything about it. I don't even like seeing promos for shows I'm going to watch. Which is why I haven't watched as soon as that uh, season two Mandalorian promo comes on the TV, I immediately turn the channel or I turn away and don't pay Ooh, attention. Because they give away too much of, of the because they give away too much of the bloody show. So I don't want to watch it. I don't want to hear about a show that I'm gonna watch. I don't want to talk about a show that I'm gonna watch. Ooh, what do you want to talk about? I don't know. Hmm. Number one podcast. 
Kyle's talking about an episode in Voyager called Omega. It was about the Omega molecule where seven of nine discovers this Omega molecule that sends the ship into this Starfleet protocol where it's all secret and only admirals and top captains of Starfleet know about the Omega molecule. And it was an excellent episode. You're right, Kyle. See? Then Joe goes, what exactly do you mean, Omega? What did it do? Oh, it was this great moment where... <laughs> mm -hmm. Hey, my camera arrived today. Haven't opened it yet, though. Is that going to yeah. be an easy setup for me? Yes. What What is Joe talking about? Do I have to Joe's, buy anything extra for it? Joe's talking about a dash cam that I picked for him. I, I saw it. I went and chased him down in the hallway. said, Joe, you got to check this out. This is the because same dash cam I have. It's on for like half price. You love it when I spend money. And, uh, I and even then, said, do I really need this? Are you sure I need this? No. Well, you've been looking at it. You said before you were looking for a dash cam at some point. Yeah, but then I forgot about it and talked myself out of it. Well, it's this one was, I have. This it's was been rock deal, solid. Though. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's literally, I pressed that confirm button or purchase button when there was a uh, 92% complete or sold. I think it went fast. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and it wasn't just you hitting the confirm button. It was like showing my dad at a shop through Amazon. Oh, I know it, a shop through Amazon. It was, it was tricky. <laughs> it was tricky. You weren't even beside me. I did it all myself. What are you talking about? Uh, who's on the phone with you? No, because I was complaining. Why is there a shipping charge? And then I had to select a regular mail or whatever it was to get the uh, free shipping. Hmm. Right? Hmm. So, so it took a little bit longer. It took three days, three, four days. Why didn't you install it today? It's, I haven't opened the box yet. Why not? I got to do an unboxing. There's one on the Start to Continue YouTube channel. This one you're watching right now, if people wanted to actually see what that unboxing looks like. I know and Joe's channel has much original programming. And if you want to see an updated one, um, stay tuned to My Life in Collecting. It's the same camera. and uh, Different perspective, different take on it. Much like his late, your latest episode, going through books, another original Oh, I've been idea. going through books for a while. You missed my previous videos. Pretty much. Uh, oh, I'm down ten percent battery. Pretty much an exact overhead shot of. Uh, you might as well dub my voice. You should start doing an impression of me while you're doing your videos. Oh, please, could I? <laughs> look at look at how upset he is. I don't pander very well. I'm going to come on a podcast with fifteen percent battery <laughs> life. And it wasn't intentional. I don't know how to get... You had all day to charge this. I thought it was charged. Maybe I can switch to my iPad. Camera won't be as good, though. 
I still have lots of Joe stuff to talk about. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. You already pre-approved all this stuff, so don't take your ball and go home yet. I will go wherever I want to go. No. You have exciting news. I want to talk about it. No. No? What do you want to talk about, Joe? What do you consider exciting news? I don't even know what you're talking about now. <laughs> Why are you saying no to everything? It's like God doing a podcast what, with my kids. God knows what bullshit you're going to bring up. It's not bullshit. I'm very proud of you for one of your latest pickups. It's very exciting. I All want right, to talk about it and this? explore it. What pickup is this now? Well, it's shiny and woody. Oh. And commands a bunch of electricity. Uh, the lights do dim when I turn it on for a second. The lights of your house. Well, the lights of the room. I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't do Which it. is, uh, I don't know if that's a good thing or not. Well, you want me to do the background of this story? Uh, there's no background. There is a background. There is a background. I've been on a hunt for... Um, how about, let me start uh, my background. No, is no. Yeah. There is no background. There is a background. Talk. Hey, do you want to talk about it or not? Set up your iPad. Ass. Cheek. <laughs> I do like a good ass cheek. I wonder if I can log in with two cameras. You can. As long as you have the link, you can log in with as many as you want. It's up God to your bandwidth. I can't do it through my iPad here. Why not? Just click the link. Kyle says he'd love to see your impression of me. Copy link. Open Safari. Paste the link in your address bar. Where's Safari? Mm. Okay. So I can go ahead with the background? No. It was many years ago that uh bill got into vintage uh, stereo collecting and uh he regaled joe of a story of finding a, you know, a somewhat high-end japanese vintage stereo called a sansui and bill told a rather so gallant tale of finding it in the wild finding it in a field and carrying it for miles and getting it home and cleaning it up and getting this thing to work and uh, discovering the lineage of this brand and how important it was to home high five back in the day. And uh, which Joe would say, I'm not interested. I don't care. I don't care about that stuff. Um, I'm not into music. I don't like oh, stereos. To music. I don't certainly don't like vintage stereos or silver faces or anything like that. And Every time I bring it up, don't care, don't care, don't care. Until one day, Joe finds the latest love of his life on the internet. Oh, you heard it come out earlier tonight with Wallet Buster. So maybe you know that channel. That's uh, another of Joe's favorite channels. And uh, this guy collects vintage stereo equipment as well. And ever since, Joe has been on the hunt for a Sansui receiver for himself. And I'm like, Sansui, you want to talk Sansui? Well, I can talk Sansui. He's like, no, I don't, I don't care about your Sansui is, is a piece of shit. I'm not interested in it. What? Listen, if you're going to keep making up lies, I'm not going to. Like, okay, well, Jesus, I want to talk 
I guess we can't talk about Sansui. Anyways, I never thought he'd actually pull the trigger because if you want to find a, uh, it, it's difficult to find nowadays. The all the resellers are on it. You know, it's it's not like you know it's going to be laying around somewhere, or you can find it in a pawn shop for five bucks because they they're they're unaware of vintage receivers. Everyone's aware of vintage receivers now, and uh, the pr the price is up there on these. And you know, I would certainly always love to add another one to the collection to the collection of one um but uh you know you were finding them on what was it marketplace facebook marketplace but they were well out of town and they'd be super expensive and uh but ultimately you did find one and he even let me go out to his car and he showed it to me he wasn't even going to keep it secret that's how proud he was of it. If I don't show you stuff right away. I can't, I can't load it up on my iPad now. And he unveiled this thing in the car and it is not just, yes. Put next to mine. Mine is a piece of shit compared to this Sansui. It is a tank. It is a war horse. It is huge. You could look through the grates and see the massive like power capacitors inside of it. This thing is just packing a punch like crazy. Beautiful condition, silver face, no scratches on it. Wooden surround. Yeah, it's pretty nice, I guess. Um, I, I do want to get it, uh, some parts of it refurbished. Some parts of it refurbished, like uh, with these older receivers, you tend to want to get the at least have like the uh, capacitors uh, checked out. Um, generally, if everything's playing on them, you're not going to have issues. You shouldn't have any issues, but you know, some people like having them all restored or replaced. Uh, you get the uh, radio tuner calibrated, things like that. Well, yeah, you said the tuner recalibrate, which I didn't understand how that works. I don't know. I don't know how don't... it works either. Why would it need? That seems fine. Like it, there's no issues turning into a station. So I don't know what an uncalibrated one would be. I guess if you move the dial to like where a certain radio station should be, and maybe it's not there. Yeah, I guess. But I don't seem to have that issue. Meanwhile, like that is one. <sighs> that's the great thing of these vintage, older stereos. Like they took so much care into those components. Like. Uh, you grab Joe's tuning knob and it's got that wonderful weighted turn to it. That's like, it, it's so hard to explain. It's just a beautiful weighted turn that spins really fast. Yet the tuner goes very, very slow. It's like ratioed down. Uh, it's got awesome toggle switches on it. I love toggle switches. Just anything mechanical, right? It's so cool. Lots of little windows. They all light up. It was very exciting to see. Yeah, I haven't really played around with it that much. Um, I haven't even cracked it open yet. I probably should. And what? Why did you have to get it? But I was looking around the other day for because um, I wanted it, and that's why I got it. Um. 
Sorry, I'm just changing my password on Twitter so I can finally log into it. I was uh, trying to do research the other day, trying to, trying to find a repair shop in our area. It seems to be few and far between. And I even called a couple, left some messages. No one picked up. No one's called back. Called two other places. Actually spoke to people, but you know, you read these reviews online, and it's always a it's always a a gamble, right? Some people love these people. Some people don't. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I told you. Don't deal with those people. Call an antique radio person, not a stereo repair place. I did do research for uh, uh, vintage radio repairs. I only found one. He was like a million miles away. Like I said, I think there's a guy in Cookstown, which is right near me. I've been there. Just popped up in front of the camera. But he's like a tube, a tube guy. And I think they're way better to deal with your receiver because they certainly have a delicate touch if they're used to repairing tube models. Could be. Why, Why is there a big mic there now? God damn it. Joe, Joe just brought a big microphone into the picture. So I'm just wondering what he's doing. I'm trying to log into Twitter. On what? My laptop. Okay, he's got the laptop going, folks. He's actually well, trying to... It. He's saving had, the show. Yeah, I had to change my password. <laughs> God, uh, fucking garbage. So, of course, when I saw this big, beautiful thing, my chief concern for Joe was that he would never have it out and use it. He would just bury it away somewhere and hide it. So oh, it's uh, out. Joe quickly confirmed that that would not be the case. And then I would uh, immediately have to ask what his his cover story to get this in the house. No cover story, dude. No cover story. Yep. I uh, said no. I just said no cover story. <laughs> Shoot lasers at me. Jesus Christ! What has happened to this thing? So apparently there was no cover story, guys. Um, Good. Maybe if there's two Joes, we'll get a story. Joe just came on on a second source. God damn this bullshit. Well, we still hear you. Well, one thing Joe did tell me, he was going to, um, where he was going to place it, he was going to put it in his stereo cabinet. And I said, oh boy, I don't know if this thing will fit in any stereo cabinet because it is super wide. Like I said, it's like a tank, this thing. Super duty. Mm -hmm. Yep, we're hearing that. You can hear me? Yeah. All right, there you go. So Joe said, no, no, that'll fit in the cabinet. No problem. Nope. 
doesn't fit. It's an inch and a half too wide. I, I wish that's you. what you. Huh? No, I don't care. There we go. What? Taking care of the kids. That's right. Heard, heard it. <sighs> All right, that was frustrating. No, not yeah, as frustrating. Uh, what? Go ahead, please. No, I was just saying it's uh, is an inch and a half too wide. So it's sitting on top of all my, uh, it's sitting on top of my stereo cabinet, all by itself. So, what kind of speakers are we going to use for it? Well, I showed in the video, man. I got to. What'd you say? What? I you showed, showed in the video, video that there's the Vision Acoustics hooked up to it. What video? On my channel. Okay, guys. The reason why he can't talk about it on this podcast is you need to go watch the video. I thought you saw it because you were busting my balls about it like you do everything else. <laughs> no, I don't think. We're doing a podcast talking. How uh, directing people to uh, my life and collecting? You directing people to your videos on your channel? Uh, I think no, I got, uh, uh, Stephen can go to another thrift store. Like that thing has extra, like yeah. multiple outputs. I so. hope my Vision Acoustics, my original speakers that I bought back in the day, they're like twenty plus years old. Just bookshelf speakers. I don't even know what their maximum wattage is. So this thing pumps out eight ohms. Ohms? Ohms. And uh, so even when I was testing it out, I didn't put it past. I didn't put the dial past. Uh, it was somewhere between 15 and 20. It was pretty damn loud. So I don't know what I'm going to do, man. Well, you'll come across some speakers at some point. I'm just wondering if you're going to take the extra outputs and wire them anywhere else. Like you can send a pair of speakers outside or to another no. room. I previously had, um, with my Sony that I, that I was using, I had four speakers hooked up to it in my room already. I had two the two visions, and then I had uh, two mission speakers hooked up to it. So it it is four channel. It's not like two and two. It's four together, like a hi fi. Well, there's speakers A and speaker B. Is that what you mean? Oh, okay. So that's yeah, that's two separate like environments of two channels. Yeah. Okay, but you can run both at the same time, can't you? Well, yeah, sure, but it's just a, a repeat. Whereas like hi-fi, it'd be four speaker doing yeah. four separate channels kind of thing. Kevin watched your video. He says uh, it was wonderful to see you 
blast the cassette from the amp. I got to get that cassette deck, I think, cleaned. Or do I just bother, not bother, and go with my old uh, dual Sony cassette deck? Stick with that. I kind of liked having the old Sansui cassette deck. Looked nice. Like I said, I don't know how how well of a name they got for those kind of components compared to their receivers, but well, let's be honest. I'm not going to be playing. Cassettes aren't going to be my first go-to when I'm listening to music, right? It's either going to be vinyl or CD. So. But my record player, now I got that inside my inside my cabinet so i can't have the, the cover on the record player otherwise i won't be able to slide a record in and barely get the needle into it <laughs> so again it's another shit show when, with everything i'm trying to do sorry but i haven't hooked anything else up to it yet i've just been listening to it through the radio aside from that cassette player the one time Yeah, it would be neat to hear uh, what a CD is sounding like through there. Or um, you, it, it's got like, you can aux in, right? You could uh, take an input over with uh, with a plug-in, right? And plug into your, I was going to say your phone, but your phone doesn't have a headphone jack anymore. Nope. Your iPads maybe or something. What, to play digital through it? Yeah. Yeah. That's not the fun of these old things, man. You know that. Yeah, but if you know, just for variety. I, I don't yeah, even have you, I don't even have music on my phone. You got serious. Yeah, I guess. They were there trying to go. listen to it. And that's what I'm talking about. So if I was gonna do that, I just got my I got my little Bose speaker on my desk. I would just do the Wi-Fi straight to that. But you have this thing. That's what I'm saying. So why not have an aux cable out there ready to go? So if you wanted to, you could just have real sound coming out. Yeah, I guess. Hey, speaking of serious, I was... Uh... Well, it's the fun of listening to something vintage through a vintage thing. I don't want vintage music through a iPod player going through to the stereo. You know what I mean? Anyway, you mentioned Sirius. That reminds me, I got to uh, call them to... Uh, because my three-month prescription subscription ran out, or is about to run out, so they're going to charge me from seven dollars a month to twenty-two dollars a month. Oh yeah, and they expect people to stay, so it's like you guys are out to lunch. So I got to call them this week and do that. Totally forgot, actually. Speak well. Speaking of that. I didn't listen today, but uh, Stern today had Eddie Vedder on. Oh, I listened to it. It was excellent. Now, I've never been a Pearl Jam fan. The Seattle sound never got to me. But three-hour interview with Eddie Vedder. 
That's pretty yeah. crazy. It was on when I was doing my errands, so I <laughs> Your I listened to uh, listened to a good chunk of it. And he actually, oh, the best part was he sang. Uh, Stern brought up uh, Warren Zevon and how uh, Eddie Vedder uh, uh, sang one of the songs for uh, to David Letterman when he was getting his. Uh, What's that medal you get that the president gives you? Mm, medal of freedom? No, no. You know, like the artists get it. Oh, the Kennedy Center Award? Yeah, Kennedy Center Award. So Vetter actually saying, I think, at the awards there, um, a Zivon song to Letterman. And uh, so Stern got him to sing uh i think for me one of my favorite songs off his last album um ah shit now the name's slipping me where he talks about don't don't forget about me when i'm dead keep me in your heart forever what's it called Mm. Uh, i think it's called keep me in your heart so yeah vetter busted out his guitar and started singing it live so it's good man that's one of your favorite on Zevon's last album. I see the fucking smirk in your face. What <laughs> There's you no say? smirk. <laughs> what? I could reach through this computer. Please, please do. Jesus Christ. Well, yeah, like. I, that is one time I did like Eddie Vedder. He did. He was at some tribute for the Who or something. Him and his guitarist, and they did uh, "Rain or Me." And um, yeah, they brought that up on. Uh, on oh, did he? Yeah. And man, that yeah, he. <laughs> well, they brought up like how that came to be. So that's all. I don't want to spoil it for you. It's a good listen. It's definitely worth listening. I was surprised because I've been tired of for a long time of his interviews. And uh, this, oh, one, this one actually really held my come interest. On. Come on. I've been tired of his interviews. What does that even mean? What do you mean? What does that mean? I've told you before, I just got back into just listening to what he was talking about. Why'd you pop that up on the screen? What? <laughs> what did I pop up? What you just did. Oh, I'm just clicking around. I'm trying to get to uh, to show everyone what we're talking about. The shitty thing was, I was doing this like at 11 o'clock at night. So everybody's sleeping. The Sansui cassette deck is not silver-faced. No. That sucks. See, I wonder if they even contracted that out to another manufacturer, too. Probably. It must have been late at night, because you weren't in full flex yet. You calmed it down. Normally, that would be a full flex. Would it be a full flex? It'd be definitely a full flex moment right there. Tuning a volume knob to see here is full flex mode. 
look at look at that thought in his head. So, oh boy, guys, hey guys, look at this. Getting tired of you making fun of me, man. Uh making funny. I'm just glad the stereo's in. I can't stop looking at that thing. The thing is beautiful. Beautiful. All it lights up really good too. They're guys that uh, swap out the, uh, you know, whatever bulbs are in there and put really brighter LEDs in there. I don't know if that, I don't know if that's better, but I don't know how to turn that off. I don't know. It's pretty, uh, it's bright enough for me. I don't care. That should be another thing you would replace too. Maybe just get the bulbs done while you're doing everything else. Well, like on mine, it's not a bulb. It's it's like a, a wire that's soldered in a light emitting diode is soldered into the wire. So mm. you kind of have to know what you're doing to, to even swap that out. So, or else I would have swapped out my bulbs. The only thing right. I can do with mine is put that uh, deox into the pots to take the scratchy away. That's all I could do on my own. Did you have scratchy? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. But that... Mm. Diox eight or whatever it's called is is just a miracle. Yeah, I've been watching people that have done stuff like that. They said even when you do like cleaning stuff to the uh, pots, you still need to really clean it out after, uh, just to help prevent guckiness from uh, from coming back up into it. I don't know. This stuff you is know, a miracle worker. You know, it's kind of like when you spray like WD-40, right? Yeah, it gets rid of the squeak, but it just gunks it up. No, this stuff's not like that. It actually, it eats away the stuff and leaves no residue. Hmm. Yeah. I love the, I love the tinker inside this thing, but dude, I'm so scared of all these uh, capacitors in there. Nah, yeah, just, just look. Just look, see if any have exploded. Then you know you got issues. Um, but don't, yeah, no touchy because you got a lot of power uh, in those because <laughs> they're big. You got some big ones. They're cool. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I wish we could talk more about it. There's some funny stories there, but not allowed to talk about it. Let's see. Go through my list. Joe's Maid Service did that one. Halloween. Oh, I didn't talk about The Walking Dead, which has returned. Is this The Walking Dead, or is this the uh, the uh, the follow-up show? It's well, it's kind of both. It's so weird. Like, what in March, The Walking Dead proper, we'll call it Prime, ended with a cliffhanger, and I thought that was the end of the season. And then leading up into the last month. They were doing the whole play the series over again. It's coming back. Hype, hype, hype. And then they just did one episode and said that that one episode was the end of the season. I'm like, the end of the season? You just came back from three months to do one episode. How's that the end of the season? That's the beginning of a season. Maybe because the whole thing that's going on, everything got pushed, but they came back for one episode and yeah, it's, it's whatever. There's some new characters coming on. And uh, so that was done. But why then they, they still, why are they still pushing that show though? 
well, it's the whole, they're pushing that universe. It's a whole franchise now, right? So they launched another new episode, a new series in that world called uh, The Walking Dead. I think it's called The World Beyond. And it's basically The Walking Dead Stranger Things. Right. A- what was the one that you got into with the real dummies that didn't know what the hell they were doing? <laughs> that's well, that's fear of the walking dead, which is still okay. going and that's, that's very hard going. to follow. That's right. yeah. So now that's, there's a, a third show. There's a third show, which is about, so the, the, the deal has been going on for a while and they're in an organized, like, I don't even want to call it a Dude, settlement. I, I got no idea what's going on. I think they made friends with some zombies and that was it. It's the last thing I know about. No, no. I'm talking about the new spinoff show. No, but even in the uh, the original and the and the second one, all I remember is suddenly there was a zombie warlord leading the dead. Yes, yeah. Well, that happened in the comic books. That was that was true to the comic books, and they they concluded that storyline. Okay. And that's where this ended, and this new series started. So then, this new series, which, as I said, the deal's been going on. And they're in like an organized city, not like organized, like not like windmills and shit, but it's like, we got power, we got, you know, running water, everything is kind of normal and organized inside of our zombie? Okay. I was going to say, is there a zombie barricade? Yeah. Because they are part of this massive you know, mysterious organization that has the helicopters and stuff that they'd alluded to in the other, in the other show. And it's uh, these kids, these teenagers, you know, are trying to solve a mystery. So they leave the settlement to go explore the world. So that's why I call it like stranger things, the walking dead. Uh, Cause they needed, like, you can just see, they saw the popularity of stranger things and did a walking dead version of it. So as you can imagine, it's kids, making, you know, stupid mistakes out in the zombie world, but at least it has exploration of the zombie world, which has that going for it. I'm not going to recommend it, but it's out there. And then, yeah, the fear of the walking dead also started back up. You can tell they lost another chunk of budget or something. Cause man, <laughs> at least you get to see zombies. You got that going for it got zombies at least very hard to follow that show they split up the cast into factions and yeah and then they just rush through things because you can tell they just didn't have the budget to you know work through a scene so yeah thanks kevin for popping in kevin's out of here he did ask how old the receiver is i don't know joe if you want to answer before he leaves 79 whoa yeah geez i was thinking 80 for some reason 79 So yeah, there's lots of the fear. Of the walking dead is on every week and the stranger things walking dead is on every week. So you're getting two new hours of walking dead and then you're just waiting for that prime to come back, which I don't know when that's going to be. And there's going to be movies at some point too, I think. So it's still a very strong franchise. Aren't people tired of this though? People are tired of it. Like I stopped watching a long time ago. I got, I was zombied out. I once, think- uh, once Rick left the show, that was it. 
I like what was, that? what was that? Six even six seasons already? Seven? What was that? Oh, geez, it's way up there. I don't mind, you know, I love exploring the universe, but I just want one show to have a good amount of budget so they can pull it off good, not spread out the budget so much that well, even know. Walking Dead. Remember how bad their budget was? Uh midway through so that's why they did that one whole season in the prison because they had no budget for some reason even though like it was the highest rated show on cable tv is that what it was yeah and amc gives them no money whatsoever well yeah well that, that year after year it's i think it started with the uh the farmhouse season that's why they got stuck in the farmhouse for a whole season <laughs> the budget got slashed yeah. for no reason. Ridiculous. Uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe the because you got to keep paying cast more and more. But uh, let's be serious. There's there's a ton of money there, no matter what. Yeah, that's unfortunate, man. Anyways, I'm watching it. You know what the heck? Something good will happen. I think Mandalorian, but might be my new series to to hang on to for a while hopefully but i still have to check out that dark i started it and only got halfway through episode one remember i was having the i couldn't get the subtitles to go so i was listening to the english dub oh and it just doesn't pan out that way man yeah foreign films you gotta listen to it in foreign language oh my god dude i was watching a movie on amazon which could have been really good is is russian it's from russia and it was world war ii tank movie like tank commanders and <clears throat> i mean they had the c the cg looked legit and the action was cool and it's about you know a russian tank commander versus a German one and he gets captured and is sent to a concentration camp but him but he ends up escaping by by commandeering another tank and it had a great premise and everything but for some reason Amazon didn't include subtitles they only included the dubbed version and it was impossible to watch it was so bad hmm. it was like the worst video game voiceover people wouldn't doing it cost it. Mind you, they probably don't care, but though I'm thinking that's starting to change with them. Wouldn't it cost less just to do a subtitled version? I, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, it, was, it was bewildering. Like, I know people don't like to watch subtitles, even though I enjoy it for certain films when along this particular line, right? Like, when it's a foreign film like that, that's... Man, I don't know. I don't get it. Um, Kyle brings up something probably you can definitely talk about is the show heroes, the same thing, right? Phenomenal first season that went downhill. That, yeah. that went downhill way faster than walking dead did though. Like, well, I don't know what they were thinking. You can't give everybody superpowers. <laughs> it was so intriguing that first season, right? It just had this intrigue of what's going to happen, Who you know? It had pull, kept pulling that thread, and um, then yeah, next season, you know, everyone, everyone's got something. 
Yeah. I didn't I, I didn't make it through it. No, I I started the second season and then realized how bad it was. That was the uh was that like the big premiere of uh the guy who plays uh the new Spock in Star Trek? Was that his breakout yeah. role? Yeah, he was uh he was like the bad guy, I think, right? He was a villain. Oh yeah, he was a bad guy. <laughs> I think even George got a role on that show, George Takei, in later seasons. I watched a couple of those episodes just to see George. Yeah, I remember seeing something about that. I think they were even trying to reboot it, but I think that failed too. Yeah, I think I heard rumblings about that too. I don't know. I'm trying to get back into watching more movies. I just find it really hard late at night to get motivated. It's either go on YouTube, play video games, watch stuff I've PVR'd, or put on a movie. So things are suffering. Backlog is building up on everything. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Why? What do you want to? What do you want to watch that you haven't got around to? Well, there's often stuff I'll grab off uh, Turner Classic Movies that you know you just grab and throw on the PVR, so that gets backlogged. They had a Buster Keaton weekend not too long ago on his birthday. I grabbed a couple of those movies. Um, there's an old war movie sitting there. Uh, on on an aircraft carrier, so you get to see lots of jets. Like this is vintage Korean War aircraft carrier movie, so it's the real deal. That's sitting there, but uh, yeah, well, I got the new projector, so I want to watch like top. I want to see top streaming stuff, you know, full on full bit rate stuff. So uh, that's why I've been looking through the Amazon for some some good like four K stuff to watch. But yeah. You know, that's how I stumbled across that Russian movie. And I watched another movie on there from, you know, our buddy from Strike Back. Which uh, one? British Sol or English? Well, they were both British, really, right? Or one was Australian and one was... The, uh, yeah, sorry, he, uh, I, I call him English, but... Yeah, um, he was... He played the American. Right, yeah. So I... Sullivan Stapleton, Sol, Sullivan Stapleton. Is that his name? That's about it. He's got a movie on Amazon that unfortunately went straight to video a couple years ago, <laughs> um, but it was, it was a big budget movie. It was a big budget Navy seal movie where he leads a team of Navy seals. And this is uh, during the time of the Serbia Sarajevo thing. That's why the Navy seals are there. And they get some intel that there's a cache of Nazi stolen gold um, holed up in a in a in a town that is under a lake. So back in World War II, the Nazis stashed all this gold in this town, and then the like the local rebels blew the dam to kill all the Nazis and covered the town by the lake, and everyone forgot about it. <laughs> 
And so the movie is they're going to pull off this heist like Kelly's heroes kind of thing because they're Navy SEALs go down and dive and figure out a way to retrieve all this Nazi gold. And it was a pretty good pre premise, right? So I put that on and watched it and it was, it was okay. It had some good action sequences, had JK, uh, JK Simmons was what, in it. What action would there be if no one, if everyone's forgotten about this place? What well, kind of trouble would they run into? Well, like the, this, the movie starts off with a big action set piece, like a James Bond movie, right? Because they're in a active war war zone, right? So they, the, the movie starts off with them kidnapping like a, a Serbian general or whatever. Who was it? Serbia or who, uh, who was, who was the bad guys in that conflict? Uh, Look who I'm asking. Slobodan Milosevic, one of his dudes, right? So there's a huge action set piece where they're being chased out of the city and they're in a tank and they take the tank underwater. Anyways, it's there's a lot of action. So constant. take the tank underwater. <laughs> All right, I'm out. No, no, no. Hey, you can drive tanks underwater. That yeah, I know, but modern tanks go underwater and they're Navy SEALs. Anyways, I'm just saying that's a huge set. Like tank goes blowing through a, a whole building and stuff. And there's good action set pieces to it. So while they're trying to do the whole heist thing, they're also being hunted by the local militia who's trying to get revenge for kidnapping the general and all that. So there's good action to it and good pacing. But there is these moments of emotion that is certainly not needed. You know, one of the guys falls in love with the local and she's okay. in danger don't need that shit. You don't need a love interest in an Here's action movie. Part. Did we get to see any boobies? Almost. So oh. close. Yeah, so close. Like... So close. So close. Oh, you don't need that shit. Just do that. Like, I told you the concept. Great concept. Just go and do it. Kelly's heroes didn't stop to Clint Eastwood go have a hookup, right? In the middle of the movie. They went and did the heist. But modern movie. So apparently this was supposed to be a theatrical movie, but it kept getting pushed and pushed and pushed. It had like a $77 million budget or something. Oh. And then um, it went straight to video. So it only grossed like $4 million. <laughs> so everyone took a bath on it for sure. But I watch, it's called Renegades or it's called American Renegades. And it's worth a watch. I put a like beside it. Not great, but I still put a like beside it. And that means a lot, let me tell you, if you get a like out of, out of me. Oh, you also get to see a MiG-21 fish bed, real, flying. So that was fun. There's some CG, but they also show it real. Big highlight. Old Russian jet. There it is. Hmm. All right, dude. Hour and 20. All right. Can you um, go back to... I get a little bit of video gaming in before I go to bed. Can you go back to your old uh, producer role on this podcast and do, the, do your business that you used to do and just cut out the whole 
you know, middle to 80% of this podcast and get rid of that and then just put the beginning and the end together. I got to do editing. I don't know. I told you I can't even do editing on my computer anymore. Go just listen to all the dark Joe moments and get rid of those because they're very uncomfortable. You brought them out. This it used to be fun. Yeah, it used to be fun. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks everyone for joining us. Uh, start to continue podcast. This was two ninety five. And oh god damn it, huge! Are we going to reach three hundred before the end of the year? Mm, that's up to you, isn't it, Tom? Huge programming announcement: We are now hosted on Anchor. That shouldn't mean anything for the people listening, but we are changing podcasting hosts, so we're going from Podbean. To anchor. So if you only listen to us, I think the people affected would be those who listen only through the Podbean app. I don't think it'll new episodes will appear there. I don't think. Maybe. I don't think though. So everywhere else you get podcasts will be the same. Google, iTunes, Spotify. Uh, they showed me podcast providers I didn't even hear of and were listed on there. So Anywhere else you can get a podcast, including this YouTube channel, it will still be there. But just note, we are on Anchor, and here's a bit of trivia for you, even though this is episode 295. This is episode, in reality, 302. So we actually passed our, our 300th episode with zero fanfare. How is that physically possible? <laughs> How is it possible? Are you serious? Well, we had some celebratory episodes here and there. Mm. The STC pod uh, look back episodes, you know, were, uh, you know, we had Curtis come on and narrate a few highlight reels for us. And yes. I did a couple one-off episodes. And As did I? What? What? You did a one-off episode? Well, I did single record episodes. You did. No, you didn't. Yeah, You're taking did. a different show. No, I didn't. Where was I? You were out drinking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Could have been. Nonetheless, yeah, we did cruise over 300 episodes, and that is the highest episodic ranking of the Cartridge Club community out there. Suck it. So. What? No. Yeah, that is it. Well, I don't think you heard the latest thing yet where someone is boasting that they are the only weekly podcast remaining. We are still a weekly podcast when we can be. It's tough booking the triple A's. That's all I can say for now. But we're there. We're past 300, 300 episodes. And I get, they're not all this awkward and tough to get through. Believe me, go back and just grab a random one. 145. It'll get better. Grab. 50 some things change go grab episode one you want to hear some weird oh stuff no <laughs> it's there go and start about a hundred i dare you to go go to one yeah i dare you if you want to just don't do it while you're driving because you want to drive off the road joe you were it's so hard getting you weekly nowadays back in those early episodes 
we're doing three, sometimes four episodes a week. Remember that? Why? Yeah. You had so much go juice in you. <laughs> and then just life beat me down. It was grind wild. beat me down. Anytime we, really we would do chat. that many a week. Anytime we chatted, we were that like, was, let's just record it. That was the whole idea. Yeah. Exactly. Let's just let's just talk. You that's and what me. we do. That's just, what we do. Just, just you and me. No, no one else is around. He doesn't like you, Kyle. Love Kyle. I love true supporters, and Kyle is one of them, unlike certain other people. <laughs> can fucking lick my balls. Hey, oh, get that ball licking in. All right. Thanks, everyone. You can follow me on Twitter at SD or Joe at ACD Septicon, where he also is on Instagram and YouTube at My Life and Collecting, where he has just passed the 1,000 subscriber mark. Very well deserved. Let me let me do you one. Let's can we can we help STC Pod get past that one thousand sub mark too? Mm. Yeah, if you guys somehow still enjoy this podcast or the content that Bill puts out on STC, mm. why not share that? Spread the love. Uh, recommend it to other people. Mm. He's mm. super close. Preach it. Preacher, of he course, super close. Don't forget, Joe could also plug this on his channel, but that could that could be. Well, there's reasons why that could be a thing too. But there's uh, there's Bill again, dropping the knife on my back. By the way, I just put up a Richie Havens concert from 1995. Who? Why not try it? Because it is pretty cool, Richie Havens. Who's that? You know, a folk. No, I singer. don't know. That's why I'm asking folk singer he was at woodstock you know talking about freedom freedom free he plays he strums like a hundred million miles an hour he has his guitars have dual pick guards because he eats through his guitar so much he opened woodstock remember yeah, i think i remember seeing him he sang that song freedom he had to stretch it out to like 18 minutes long because none of the other artists had arrived yet so he just sang like freedom off the cuff. Anyways, this is from 95. And the, the first part of the concert is just him and his guitar mostly and uh, chatting to the audience. It's an FM broadcast record. So it's crystal clear. Sounds beautiful. And uh, just to hear him, the way he could strum the guitar million miles an hour. Pretty cool. That's up. Check that out. <clears throat> Joe would say, uh, he played one of my favorite tunes from his last album was on there. So check that out. I'll take it back. Don't check it out. Uh, is that it? Why do you got to be negative at the end? I'm not, who's negative? You. That's not negative. Yeah, it was. One final jab. Getting tired of it. All right, that's it. Let's go play some video games. Joe will post it and post it.